Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get ready, Vikings Nation. Welcome to Purple and Gold for Days, where my friend and yours, Mr. Justin Day, dives headfirst into the Purple and Gold universe, delivering the latest updates and commentary on your favorite team, the Minnesota Vikings. What's going on, everybody? This is Justin from Purple and Gold for Days, and this is a Vikings First and Skull production. What's going on, everybody? It is great to have you with me. The Minnesota Vikings are coming off of their bye week to begin the stretch run. Five games left in this season, and after starting 6-6, and they have everything in front of them. They win out, they make the playoffs, at minimum as a wild card. Potentially still the division, although at the moment, that's a touch unlikely. But nevertheless, they have everything they want right in front of them. We're going to touch on the Vegas Raiders and the game they have tomorrow. But before we do that, if you do not already subscribe to me on YouTube, that is Purple and Gold for Days, please hit me up with a subscription there, as well as the Vikings First and Scold YouTube page, where we both have all kinds of live programming during the week and help us grow this Vikings community. First topic, as always, NFC North Roundup. Why? Because we are in a dogfight. The Bears, they don't count because who cares about them? They're terrible, even though they just beat us. But they're going to be hosting the Detroit Lions. Is it possible that Detroit can Detroit again? Can the Lions Lions one more time to give us some hope of getting back into this division? I don't think so. I certainly hope I'm wrong. I'd love to see the Bears be on a two-game winning streak 
and drop their second uh, first round draft pick uh, a few slots down and give us a slight chance of catching Detroit because we need Detroit to lose at least once and we need to beat them twice in order for us to catch the division. And that's assuming we win all five of our games. But yeah, I see Detroit's going to say, you know what? We done monkeyed around and lost to the Packers. We done monkey around and almost lost to the Saints. I think Detroit is finally going to get their heads out of their rear end. Hope I'm wrong, though. I hope I'm wrong. The Green Bay Packers, Monday Night Football against the New York Football Giants. <sighs> yeah, Green Bay's going to molly up those guys. The Giants are so bad. Packers actually look halfway decent. Jordan Love, I'm not going to put him in Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre category just yet. But he looked the part last week. Looked really, really solid. Luckily, the other teams in the NFC have started to fall off, and we'll talk a little bit more of that towards the end when we talk about the playoff picture. But we got to take them seriously. And I, after we beat them, I said they were dead in the water. Now they're not dead in the water. They have come back like the Undertaker, sat up and said, hey, remember us? We're still here. Their defense playing pretty good. And, yeah, I would love to see the Giants beat that. It will be Giants fans. You know what? We'll cheer for Daniel Jones, the guy who beat us in the playoffs last year. Well, we didn't really. he didn't really beat us. We beat ourselves. But having said that, yeah, I think the Packers and the Lions are going to win this week. So we're going to have to be on our P's and Q's. We're going to have to be on our P's and Q's. But we'll see. Josh Dobbs was named the starter. It is now or never, or at least it should be. I had made it clear that I wanted Jaron Hall to be the starter. And yes, somebody to point out, you know what? It's easy to say we see all the fl- uh, flaws in Josh Dobbs and all the warts in Nick Mullins, and we haven't seen any warts from Jaron Hall. It's a valid point. I'd still rather see him because I know what I got with these two. But nevertheless, Josh Dobbs, ready for takeoff 2.0. Hopefully he can channel some of what he did in the first two games and not necessarily in the most recent two. But uh, like always, he was interviewed here was asked some of the questions about, hey, you know, are you just not picking up the playbook? What's going on? What happened between game one and two? Let's get a little, uh, a short clip of them here, here real quick. Over uh, analysis is for people outside looking in usually. You know, I just take everything with a grain of salt. I, I watch, comb over the tape, you know, review my notes. Again, you know, you identify things you've done well to build on those. Identify improvement points as we all uh, need to grow and improve in our roles. And from there, you go out and take advantage of the next opportunity. Okay, I'm going to say this, Josh. You just got traded here just a few weeks ago. You don't know the playbook. You didn't go through training camp, and you didn't have Justin Jefferson. Okay, give you a little bit of the benefit of the doubt there. One thing I'm going to need from you, two, actually two things. Number one, never say look at the tape, because that brings us back to the Christian Ponder, Leslie Frazier days, where every news conference after every game that they lost, well, we're going to have to go back and look at the tape. So that's number one. Okay, don't ever say we got to go back and look at the tape again. But in all seriousness, I get it. A lot of what we saw against the Chicago Bears, I'm going to put on KOC for trying to make you a pocket passer. Not all of it, though. You're still the guy who has got to go out there and make things happen. You're the one who takes the snap from center. You're the one who calls the plays to your teammates. You're the one that makes things happen. Stop turning your back to the line of scrimmage if you're going to scramble. If you're going to scramble, sidestep to the left. Sidestep to the right, bail out if you have to. But if you are surrounded, turning around and running backwards six yards is not a good strategy, at least not for us. It is for the other team, not for us. So if you could please, Mr. Dobbs, stop doing that. Now, yes, I get it. I've always said backyard football is really fun. 
but it's only going to take you so far. So I have no issue with O'Connell wanting to try to integrate some elements of being a pocket passer, but don't let that mean that that's the only thing you can do. You take a snap from center, you go through your reads. If it's not there, just run. Don't overthink it. Okay. You say analysis and over analysis for those of us outside the building. Okay. Here's my keen insight. Don't overthink it. Don't try to be more than what you are. Just be yourself. And what you are right now is a guy who can pass the ball a little bit, but you're not at the same level as, say, Kirk Cousins or Jared Goff or any other of these good, not great quarterbacks that are pocket quarterbacks. Okay? Don't try to be somebody you're not. It's as simple as that. Do your thing. Yeah. It's only going to get us so far, but that's all we got right now. All I want out of Josh Dobbs is to be able to move the offense and matriculate down the field. You don't have to try to be something you're not. Yes, you got to get better at anticipatory throws. You can't wait until a guy comes open before you throw the ball. That does not work in the NFL. It's called anticipatory throws. You got to work on that. We got to get better. But you're going to have Justin Jefferson out there. Justin Jefferson, the best wide receiver on the planet, is going to be out there for you. Get him involved. Don't don't force the ball to him. It's the one thing we don't want to see. You need to cut down on your turnovers, so don't get more turnovers because you're forcing Justin Jefferson the ball. But utilize him. Utilize him as a decoy even. I don't care. But get everybody involved. Addison, he's dropped off since you started taking over. He ain't scored a touchdown since that Green Bay game from Kirk Cousins. And I get it. You didn't have Justin Jefferson out there. But you know what? Justin Jefferson wasn't out there in the Green Bay game either. And Jordan Addison hasn't done much. You know, yeah, he's had a few catches here and there, but I think his biggest yardage output is like 51 yards in these four games. DJ Hawkinson, your buddy. I get it. You worked out with him in the offseason, but you're kind of leaving him hanging out to dry. You know, Hawkinson's had his issues all throughout the season, dropping passes here and there, but you got to be more accurate. You got to be on time. You got to get the ball out. And as I said at the beginning of this long, rambling dissertation, you're a running mobile quarterback. If it's not there or if you didn't see it, don't try to do too much. Get out of Dodge. Take four, five, six-yard runs at a time. If it's third and three and you don't see some, just get your five yards and get a first down, and we'll go from there. Don't try to do too much. And by the way, why I say now or never is if you have one more bad game, I think it's either going to be Nick Mullins or, heaven forbid, maybe even Jeremy Holton's Hall time. I really do think that Josh Dobbs is playing for his job right now in Las Vegas. I think if he has another stinker, like he did against the Chicago Bears, I think KLC is going to go in a different direction. I believe that KLC decided to go with Josh Dobbs because, you know, he doesn't want to make him feel bad, amongst other things. Yes, Josh Dobbs does have the highest ceiling of the three quarterbacks. He's also got the lowest floor. Josh, one last thing. Stop turning the ball over. Easier said than done, but it's a systemic problem with the Vikings this season. It didn't just start with Josh Dobbs. Everybody said, well, if we just cut down the turnovers, we could win a lot of games. Well, yeah. We've been in a bunch of one-score games, although that Philly game was really a two-score game that we you know, backdoor covered with one meaningless touchdown with less than a couple minutes left to go in the game. So, But nevertheless, as my compatriot Dave from Minnesota Sports Talk has said, we're the only team in the NFL or at least the top teams in the NFC that's never gotten blown out. Okay, that's good to an extent. It's not the end-all, be-all, and at the end of the day, your record is 6-6. Six and six. It's because you've lost six close games. Well, five close games and one sort of close just on paper only. But yeah, we need to cut down these turnovers. The defense is doing as much as it can. We need to cut down on these turnovers. 24 turnovers in 12 games to a game that is two extra possessions that your opponent is getting. The defense is the only reason you're in half of these games. 
with that many turnovers. So, Josh, you got to take better care of the football. And like I said, keep it simple. Now, I'm going to get to KOC's half here in a minute. <laughs> I got a few things to say about him, as I have. But for right now, Josh, just do your thing. Don't try to do too much. Against the Vegas Raiders anyway, that should be enough. But we'll see. This is going to be a quick one. Justin Jefferson just got done talking about him. Time for you to show out, man. I'm going to say this. Get him involved early. Get him involved often without forcing it to him. If he's not open, if he's got two guys on him, don't force him the ball. But do a little bit of what you did had to do with Randy Moss. I remember when Randy, you, you knew when Randy was going to have a good game and you knew when Randy was going to be Randy. If you got Randy Moss a couple of catches on your first couple of drives, he was engaged. He was active. And if he didn't, then he started to check out. Now, Justin Jefferson is not the guy that's going to check out. And don't get me wrong. Randy Moss is my second favorite player of all time on the Minnesota Vikings, only to John Randall. So I'm not disparaging him. But I'm just saying the facts are the facts. You get him involved early. Okay. Get Justin Jefferson the involved early. Now, I don't want to see uh, a wide receiver dipsy doodle screen for a gain of two yards. I'm saying get him on some square ends. Get him on some quick slants. Just get him on some button hooks. Basic, basic football. But get Justin Jefferson involved early and often. Force that defense to say, okay, yeah. We still have to account for Justin Jefferson. He is back 100%. But if you do that early, you'll then be able to establish your run game. You'll then be able to get your other players involved. And this hopefully will be the missing element that we've had. Now, still doesn't take away from the fact that we got to stop turning the ball over. But right off the bat, Justin Jefferson needs to show out. He needs to show the world, hey, I've been gone for this many weeks, but I'm still the king. Of, I'm not just the king of the North. I'm the king of the NFL wide receiving course, you know. Tyreek Hill's going to have more yards at the end of the season, and people say, oh, Tyreek Hill better than Justin Jefferson. Well, no, he's not. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to have the cheetah on this team. Don't get me wrong. But J.J., coming out there, firing on all cylinders. Josh Dobbs, get him the ball. Simple stuff, though. You want to take a couple bombs down the field, you know, once or twice a game? That's fine. I don't know that that's going to be all that effective with Josh Dobbs' lack of accuracy, particularly on the deep ball. But, yeah, get him involved. Show the world, hey, we mean business. And that'll take pressure off of Jordan Addison so he can get his touches, as well as TJ Hawkinson, who's gotten beat up a few times. And we talked about it earlier with the dropsies. But get Justin Jefferson involved early. Get him involved often. And let's just run this town. Let's just run it. And oh, by the way, get that running game going. I'm not going to touch too much on the running game tonight. I will say this about the uh, Raiders defense. They're ranked, I think, 25th against the run. So we should have some success. Denver was like 31st, and that was absolutely our best output running the football with our running backs. Again, I'm not talking about Dobbs. I'm just talking about the actual running game. So you should be able to do something on the ground against these guys. Should. I'll say this. Matt Crosby, that dude is a beast, and he lines up on both the left and the right side. So both O'Neal and Darius are going to have their hands full whenever they go up against this guy. I believe I heard Tyler uh, yesterday say that he's like the only edge rusher in the NFL that has not missed in a snap the entire season, that he has played 100% of the defensive snaps. Yeah, you got to worry about that guy. He's the focal point of their defense. But again, you get Justin Jefferson involved early. That means you minimize the pass rush. You open up the running lanes and you get everybody else involved. Evan O'Connell. <laughs> Lesson learned is the headline. Did you learn your lesson? Did you do your self-evaluations? Did you do your soul searching? Well, we'll just uh, listen to Kevin O'Connell as he talked to the media 
uh, about first off announcing that Josh Dobbs is going to be the starter and a couple of the reasons why. We will be starting Josh Dobbs where Josh has been as far as uh, immediately providing a spark and helping us win two football games. There's all kinds of things that we could we could do better. We could coach better. Our offense and, and our staff's ability uh, to evolve and, and, and help Josh thrive uh, is our uh, is our plan. We can do better. We can coach better. Okay, I'll give him that, that he's at least taken some level of accountability to it, and he's at least open to the fact that uh, they didn't do such a good job against Chicago and, frankly, the second half of the Denver game either. Now, whether that's Denver figured something out and made some adjustments and then Chicago copied it, maybe Chicago's defense is, is halfway decent anyway. But to that point, we've been harping on it for the last two weeks. Use your players to the best of their ability. Do not try to shoehorn them into the system you want. Kevin O'Connell, you run this ship. And there have been some discussions about how good of a head coach is this guy? How good of an offensive mind is he? It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply i'm still willing to give him the benefit of the doubt but i do see some of the points that some people have made as to, okay, what has he really done? I don't know. What I'm going to say is this. I understand you had a top 10 quarterback in Kirk Cousins who was on a contract year and he was going to ball out and he was balling out before he got hurt. You can't control that. That's not your fault. It's not your fault that Jaron Hall got concussed after two series. and You had to go with the guy you just traded for five days earlier. Josh Dobbs has done okay. You can't really expect much more out of a guy who was one and seven with Arizona and who's been on what 16 different teams so far in his career. Slightly exaggerating, I know, but you've got to find a way. You have a defense that is giving you everything it's got. And yes, defensively, just to sidetrack for just a moment, yeah, stop Devontae Adams. Put two guys on him, whether it's a Caleb Evan plays or not, whether it's Makai Blackman, just stop Devontae Adams. If Josh Jacobs runs for 120 yards, but that's all they have offensively, I can live with that. But again, KOC, Brian Flores has worked wonders with this defense that was so piss poor last year, and you are not taking advantage of it. You gave up 12 points at home, albeit to Justin Fields, and you lost that game. You lost that game by two points. You lost Denver by one. Some will say, well, Justin Jefferson had played. We could have made up those three points. Probably, maybe, maybe not. Maybe he gets hurt again. I don't know. All I'm going to say is this, Kevin O'Connell, I hope you've learned your lessons. I I really hope that when you go out with your team on Sunday afternoon in Las Vegas, Sin City, 
that we don't see any more of this tomfoolery and skullduggery. I hope you've gotten it through to your team to stop turning the daggone ball over as rapidly and as often as they have. I hope you have learned. Okay, I can't expect Josh Dobbs to go out there and do what Kirk Cousins did. I hope you haven't tried to legislate the running ability of Josh Dobbs out of him because that's what it looked like to me. Now, again, in fairness, there were plays that were called that Josh didn't didn't hit, that he flat out missed. But what I don't understand is when it's fourth and seven, you're going forward. When it's fourth and two, you're not relatively close to the same uh, field position. I don't get that. I don't get some of your challenges sometimes. But at the end of the day, you're what we got. But this, again, is a team that you should beat handily. Vegas is mediocre. They're not all that good, but neither were the Broncos at the time. No, yeah, the Broncos have have been doing better. Okay. Yeah. And the Raiders beat the Broncos week one by a point. And I'm not just saying A is greater than B and B is greater than C. Therefore, A is greater than C. But this team is just so mediocre. Yeah, they hung with the, the Miami Dolphins, but they also barely beat the Jets. They lost to the Bears, and they barely beat the Patriots. Now they barely beat the Packers, and, and frankly, I'll never be upset that they barely beat the Packers. Anytime a team beats the Packers, I'm good with it. But, KOC, your defense gave up 12 points at home, and you couldn't win that game? You can get more than 10? Yeah, I know. Josh made some bad plays. But it seemed to me like you told him, hey, don't run. That's what it seemed like to me. I could be wrong. I'm not in the building. I don't watch tape. All those things. All I'm going to say is, hey, KOC, I hope you learned your lessons because we got five games left and we need to go at least four and one. I'll say it right now. I'll get into more details on my last topic when I talk about the playoff picture and what we need to do, not only this weekend, but for the rest of the season, if we're going to make an appearance in these playoffs. But you have five games. You should go no worse than four and one. Maybe lose one to Detroit. That's it. You should beat the Raiders. And I know uh, the, uh, the, the Bengals looked halfway decent the other night. That's great. That's all well and good. But no, you shouldn't lose to that team without Joe Burrow. You shouldn't be losing to the Vegas Raiders. You shouldn't be losing to the Green Bay Packers. And you should be splitting with Detroit. But for right now, KOC, utilize your guys and utilize their abilities. The Minnesota Vikings currently hold the sixth seed, tied with the Green Bay Packers at 6-6. Six and six. So it's all right in front of us. It really is. We do control our own density. Yes, I know it's destiny, but I, I do the back to the future bit. We do control our own destiny. We win the tiebreaker over the Rams because we have the conference record and we have the Green Bay Packers because of the head-to-head. Bottom line is this. If you win three games, you should make the playoffs. If you win four, you definitely make it. And win all five, of course you make it. But... I need the Vikings. If they're going to make any noise in the playoffs, they've got to stay at that six spot. If you fall to seven, you're going to either get San Francisco or Philly or Dallas. As I said earlier, I give them 2% at best to go to San Francisco. They're the best team in the NFC. They might be the best team in the NFL. So you cannot fall to the seven spot if they're still sitting at the two. They're a game behind Philly, but they do got the head-to-head, so they only need to make up one game on them. But I, I know some people say, hey, you know, we, we we were competitive against Philly. No, not really. And we don't have Kirk Cousins. I don't like my chances with Josh Dobbs in Philly. <laughs> I don't like my chances with any of our three quarterbacks in Philly. But did we beat the Lions? Sure. Absolutely we can. But what are we going to need to do? We're going to need to win these next two games. Are they officially must-win games? No, not officially. 
but unofficially, they pretty much are. And I know they are out-of-conference games, but all these tiebreakers don't matter if you don't have a tied record with teams. And I'll say what I said before. Seattle, I think they're falling off the map because they got Philly and, and San Francisco in the next two games. So that's a couple of losses I chalked up to them. But the Rams are playing a lot better. Matt Stafford is playing better. So we got to watch out for these guys. And as I said earlier during the NFC North Roundup, Green Bay, they have got a cakewalk schedule. They've got the Giants on Monday Night Football. Okay, that should be a win for them. No questions asked. After the Giants, they get the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. And Tampa Bay, they're thoroughly mediocre. I'm still kind of irritated to all heck in a handbasket that we lost to those guys. But then they go to Carolina. Their next three games, I'm anticipating them being 3-0 and before they come visit us. And as I have said, New Year's Eve, Sunday Night Football, that game very well could be for a playoff spot. At, very, at the very least, it's going to be for playoff positioning. But that could very well determine who goes to the playoffs and who goes home. And then after that, they got the Bears. Realistically, the Packers should be 4-1, and 3-2 and two at worst. And that's at worst. At minimum, they should be 4-1. and one. We're the toughest team left on their schedule. So... We, can't, we cannot afford to ignore them anymore. As far as the Rams go, they, they don't have a perfect schedule. They do have some roadblocks. The Rams, they have a tough game this weekend against the Raiders. But after that, they got the Commanders. That should be a win. The Saints, the Giants, and then the 49ers. And maybe the 49ers are playing for something. Maybe they're not. But yeah, that team at minimum should be 3-2. and two. So again, you've got to go 4-1. and 3-2 and two at worst. And you got two games against Detroit, and we're just hoping that we can split with those guys. Do I think we could lose both of those games? Yes, I do. Do I think we can win both of those games? Yes, I do, because Detroit can Detroit at times. But bottom line is this. I have to win at least three, if not four. But it all starts this Sunday against the Vegas Raiders. You cannot afford to lose this game against the Vegas Raiders. You've lost your margin of error when you lost to Tampa Bay week one and that you didn't pull out the game against the Chargers. Losing to Philly, losing to Kansas City, no shame in those losses. But then you lose last week against the, well, two weeks ago against the Bears, before that against the Broncos. So again, that is four games. Well, let's just say three. San Diego, San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers, okay, they're, they're a comparable team to you. So losing to them isn't shameful. But those other three games, could you imagine, right? We'd be nine and three if we didn't lose those games. And you can say, well, all we had to do is not turn the ball over. Yeah. We were nine and three. We'd be talking about the division. We'd be talking about maybe getting into the two seed, but alas, we're not. So you cannot afford to lose this game against the Raiders, period, point blank. You just can't do it. So we'll see. If you're listening on the Vikings First and Skull podcast feed, we'll be coming up with my predictions here shortly. With all of that being said, the Minnesota Vikings, as I stated, have everything in front of them. This should be a game that they win comfortably. But how many times have I said that this season and it didn't happen? Far too many. The Vegas Raiders are a mediocre team at best. Five and seven is their record. Yes, they have had games against other mediocre teams, and they have won some and they have lost some. It's really not all that complicated. Brian Flores should be able to hold the Vegas Raiders to 14 points or less. Max Crosby, if he plays, will be a dominant force, and our tackles will need to contain him. But sans that defensively, they're not all that good. They're just okay. They're 25th against the run. Alexander Madison and Ty Chandler should be able to do similar things that they did against the Denver Broncos. And as I stated earlier, the Vikings offensively just need to not turn the ball over. Yeah, their offensive line is going to need to play a lot better than it has the last couple of weeks. But 
you have Justin Jefferson back. I cannot stress that enough. You're getting one of the best players in the NFL, certainly the best wide receiver in the NFL back. Now, no, you don't have Kirk Cousins. You still have Josh Dobbs. But at the end of the day, he should make things easier. And Kevin O'Connell just simply needs to utilize his pieces to the best of their ability. Don't try to do too much, Josh Dobbs. Kevin O'Connell, don't outsmart yourself. You're better than these guys. Their wins have come against the Broncos, Packers, Patriots, Jets, and Giants. And yeah, they beat the Packers. That's great. We're happy for them. In fact, we congratulate them. We like the fact that they beat the Packers. But other than that, they've lost to the Bills, Steelers, Chargers, Bears, Lions, Dolphins. They don't beat anybody. Oh, yeah. And they lost last week to the Kansas City Chiefs by two touchdowns. Contain Josh Jacobs to the best of your ability. Sure, he's capable of going for over 100 yards and a touchdown or two. But other than him and Devontae Adams, you really have not much to worry about on their offense. And Brian Flores has done enough over the course of this season, turning this defense around. That's 14 points might be generous. Aiden O'Connell, who? Some guy out of Purdue. Fourth round draft pick. That's like the equivalent of Jaron Mahomes Hall, a guy that they took that they hoped was going to be a developmental guy who's now been forced into action. There is no way that you should be losing to Aiden O'Connell and the mediocre Las Vegas Raiders. The Vikings should win this game by at least 10 points, but it's the Vikings, particularly under Kevin O'Connell and frankly, Mike Zimmer too. What is it about these coaches over the last 10 years that always plays it close to the vest that never, well, never, never. And that rarely ever blows a team out. I don't know. I don't get it. But even without Kirk Cousins and having Josh Dobb under center, you have more talent on this team, both offensively and defensively, that there should be no reason that you don't win this game comfortably. I seriously doubt it. I think it's going to be a field goal game, whether that's the Vikings kick a last second field goal, the Raiders miss a last second field goal, or the Vikings are up by 10 and the Raiders score a garbage time touchdown. It will be a one possession game because that's what the Vikings do. But having said that, if you want to fancy yourself a playoff team, if you want to earn a playoff spot, you can't be hoping for other teams to lose. You have to take the bull by the horns. You have to win. There is no reason that you should not win these next two games. We'll talk more about the Bengals later. For me, final score, Vikings 24-21. to 21. They get the victory. They get on the winning track after their bye week, and they start their journey around the stretch with a W in the Sin City of Las Vegas. Programming note, this afternoon, 4 o'clock Central Time, two old bloggers where Darren and Dave will continue to break down this matchup. Tomorrow, Purple and Gold pregame show at 2.10 Central Time, as well as live at the two-minute warning on Vikings First and Skull to wrap up and start the postgame festivities. And then the week starts over again. Monday, 6 o'clock Central Time, the real Fornal show on Vikings First and Skull and Skull for Days at 8.15 Central Time on Monday as well. Quick reminder, if you haven't already done so, hit the subscribe button on both Purple and Gold for Days as well as Vikings First and Skull to get live programming throughout the week. Thank you kindly, as always, for joining me. And for now, Skull to the next episode. You're listening to Purple and Gold for Days, a Vikings First and Skull production. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This has been a Vikings First and Skull production. Thanks for listening.